Oh my goodness, it is going to be 2021 very soon. Okay, so I'm recording this on December 31st, and actually, in a couple of hours, we will enter 2021, and we will have finished an entire year. Oh my goodness, this is going to be very interesting looking back because my brain has basically erased January and February from my head. I don't remember anything before March, but um, why not um, try to recollect all those memories, right? So uh, yeah, let's get this thing started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fantos Flavors podcast. I know it's been a while, but um, I am your host for today, Madison Fantal. Um, I am actually your only host because um, this is a solo thing. Anyway, I decided that, you know what? It's been a while. I've ghosted this platform for a good couple of months. I'm ready to come back. And why not kick it off with a good old recap and resolutions episode? I'm going to be recapping all of the major events that happened this year, in both in the world and basically um, what I've experienced, what I've learned. It's going to be a very fun ride, so um, hope you guys are going to stay. And then towards the end, I'm probably going to go over some resolutions and some goals that I want to head into 2021 with. I think um, I've always been a resolutions kind of person and I think it's just really fun to set a goal and have some sort of motive going into the new year even though I know like it's just it's just a different day and nothing will change really immediately in the world at least but you could go into the new month with some sort of motivation to keep you going because I know recently I've been lacking in that area which leads to a lot of procrastination and a lot of crying but that's all on me and we are going to change that so starting from the very top I'm just going to jump right into it so January so basically um I I had to go back into my camera roll on my phone and look through all this stuff because I just I couldn't, like I said in the beginning, I don't remember anything before March, but this was back when I was still doing um, my sophomore year. I'm a junior now in, um, in high school, so my biggest problem in January was trying to get my physics grade up because as I learned last year, I am terrible at physics. I don't. It just doesn't make sense to me. So that was my biggest problem back then. I was, it was a nice world. I was hanging out with my friends, just doing teenager things, being obnoxious and loud and having fun. Um, what else happened? I also got my braces. And that too, I thought was the end of the world because I basically deemed that a social suicide, which is extremely dramatic of me but anyway I thought it was I was like way too late to the game and I thought it would be embarrassing since 
I mean, all my peers were taking off their braces at the same time that I was getting mine on. And, I mean, it doesn't really matter. We wear masks now, and I'm pretty sure half of the people that I know don't even remember or even know that I have braces. So it doesn't, it doesn't really even matter. And, I mean, overall, I was pretty happy. I spent a lot of time with my friends, and I definitely, definitely took that for granted. So we need to, like, take a step back and, I guess, enjoy all of the little things in life. A lot of people say that, and it's really, it's really cliche and cheesy, but it does make sense once you start thinking about it more. And I also, one thing I really miss is, like, school trips and just being, like, with people at school. I know I'm in orchestra, so my orchestra program gave us the opportunity to miss school for an entire day, and we all got on the bus with um, my friends and I in our class, and we drove downtown to go watch the Houston Symphony, and it was just, I, I definitely took that for granted, and it was just, it was a lot more fun than anything that we do now, but I mean... I can't say much because there are so many people in the world that are going through so much worse than I am. I'm just in a very lucky position. So, and then um, towards the end, we celebrated Vietnamese New Year's with my family around January 25th-ish. And uh, that was like the year that we, the first year that we didn't really do anything big. We kind of just dressed up in traditional clothes and took pictures at home but that's about it and then we yeah and then we ate dinner with our family so that's the extent of January then February rolled around which was um I remember the Super Bowl on February the 2nd I was born in Kansas and my dad went to school um at KU and the Chiefs is still his team. He loves them. And so when they won, that was actually really fun to get to um, witness and experience. And I took a lot of selfies with Mahomes on the TV. It was so great, front and center, at no cost, you know. And I definitely miss those days a lot. And then, oh, we're going to be moving on to March. This month felt like it lasted an entire year. Okay, so at the beginning of March, around um, March the 6th, I went on a trip for about four or five days, maybe. I want to say, I think maybe a little less, but I went on a trip with my, um, with my school um, to Disney World, where we... Um, we basically competed in a music event. I went with my, my orchestra program, but we basically competed in a music event, but we also got to, um, you know, ride all the rides at Disney World and Universal. And it was the most absolute fun I'd ever had with so many of my friends. Uh, I met a lot of new people and got closer with everyone around me. And what was cool is we also got the opportunity to do a workshop with Disney. And in the competition that we competed at, we actually did win some trophies, some Mickey trophies. And I thought that was 
Really cool. Uh, I also learned that roller coasters are not as scary as you think. And it's actually so much fun. I think it's just, there's just something about knowing in the back of your mind if you like kind of almost convince yourself and tell yourself that, you know, I will get off this ride okay. It's a lot less scary going in because like I used to think, okay, Rip Ride Rocket, that um, that one ride in in Universal in Orlando, Florida, pretty sure it's Orlando, the, the Universal in Florida. I, okay, if you had told me a year ago that we'd be going on the ride, I would have just, like, screamed my head off and run in the other direction, because that thing went, like, it takes you up completely vertically, and then you drop almost all the way down at a 90-degree angle, and it looks so completely scary, but I promise you, it's so much fun, and I think, definitely, if you're scared the first time, I suggest screaming as much as you can. Screaming always makes roller coasters so much fun. Anyway, then we arrived home. We arrived home around March the 12th or 13th. So about um, about five-ish days we spent there. And the lot of us had no idea how lucky we were to end the year how we did. And, like, also the amazing fact that none of us had gotten sick while we were in the overcrowded parks of of Disney World and Universal. I am still sometimes astounded by the fact that all of us were still okay. Most people had gone off to spring break with the notion that they'd be able, you know, to hang out with their friends again in about a week. Just, like, spend, you know, spend their spring break at a lake with their families and then like, the next Monday, go back to school and see all their friends again. We literally had no idea, like, any of this was going to happen. Nobody did. It's a pandemic, and obviously no one would ever plan for these kinds of things, and we were literally only concerned about how tired we were from the uncomfortable bus ride home, because we did take a charter bus to Disney World, and... Most of us were just happy to hear the announcement that spring break would be extended. And no one, no one, absolutely no one ever thought that spring break would turn into basically a year-long quarantine. And upon hearing that, I think most of us were just actually thrilled because we were like, oh, we get more time to like rest after staying home and probably in about two weeks, maybe maybe even dipping, dipping our foot into three weeks. We'd be back at school and we'd feel better, you know? But no, then quarantine happened and COVID-19 was all over the news. It was the only thing anyone talks about. Um, We would go back to, like, the grocery store shelves, especially the bread aisle being empty, um... I know at least for me and a lot of my friends, I'm I'm guessing more kids my age, we spent so much time on TikTok. What did we do? Um, we made cloud bread and whipped coffee. Yeah, that's what we did. And on a more serious note, so many people contracted the virus and the more unfortunate ones did not make it. So... 
on a personal level, I think quarantine was actually good for my mental health in the beginning. I know I a lot of people are actually they've actually experienced the opposite where it was so detrimental to their mental health because they were isolated from their friends and which is sometimes at this age such an important part of your support system especially if you're going through more serious things like anxiety and depression I know friends is a huge 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 part of um relieving those feelings and especially um great doctors and therapists if you aren't able to see them in person every week there's just there's just nothing that can replace the kind of in-person one-on-one experience obviously things in the technology that we have today like zoom it's it's just amazing how those things were able to be incorporated into our situation into our current situation right now but personally excuse me but personally for me quarantine was actually pretty good for my mental health i think taking a large step away from school was basically just that made me so happy that was i think sophomore year was the first year where i started to dread school a little bit i know freshman year i was i was excited to go to school i was excited to see my friends and my teachers and um learning was never it wasn't hard for me but I think um I definitely started taking some more challenging classes in sophomore year and I really got the taste of not knowing things and not knowing what I'm doing in class that freaked me out a little bit because I'd always known what to do in class so definitely didn't like that And I just wanted to preface and say that I am so extremely privileged to have been put in a position where I am not in extreme danger of COVID. I was quarantined with my family. I had a huge backyard to get some fresh air when cabin fever hit and literally so much time to do all the things that I'd always said I wanted to do but didn't have time to do. And I started going on more family walks. I spent so much quality time with my mom, my dad, my sister, and it was very, very, very beneficial and nice, and we bonded a lot. Um, I learned how to skateboard. That's another thing. Um, Staying inside for so long kind of gets you all icky, so I bought, like, a super, the cheapest skateboard off of Amazon, and I started to learn how to skate, although I have not skated since summer, and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have to relearn and teach myself again because I wasn't I wasn't that good. So um what else did I do? I cut my hair to my shoulders for the first time. That was a different experience. Um I'm pretty sure every single teenage girl did something different with their hair during quarantine, whether they dyed it, um dyed their front two strands or bleached their hair cut it got curtain bangs got layers you know extensions even maybe we all did something so that was my contribution to the whole trend but um also I absolutely loved the whole situation of school at the time our school like my school personally to earn credit we basically had to follow all the tutorials and assignments that are posted online on our 
website for each class. But the only thing that was graded were these weekly quizzes. And I'm talking these quizzes sometimes were like 10 questions, 5 questions max. And it was in these um, these quizzes contributed to our scores for the fourth quarter because our grading system is split into four quarters. So first, second are in the um, first and second quarter are in the first semester. Third and fourth quarter are in the no, no, no. Scratch that. I'm so wrong. First and second quarter are in the first semester and second and third. Wait, what? Okay, I'm going to start this over again. First and second quarter are in the first semester, and third and fourth quarter are in this. No. Okay, I think you get the gist. You know, like, first and second quarter are in the first semester, and third and fourth quarter are in the second semester. I think I said it right. Anyway, that was, my brain hurts. But um, it was... What I'm trying to say is it was extremely easy work. It wasn't, I don't think it was even schoolwork. And the teachers knew that, the students knew that. We just had to find out a way to end off the year and officially like seal it, you know, get it over with, get it done with. And I basically finished school at noon every day and just hung out with my family and did whatever I wanted. Um, what did I do? I watched many, 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 many episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Way too much, I finished an alarming number of seasons in a month. And do I regret it? No, not at all. Not at all. And um, also, because I was isolated from so many of my peers in terms of just not seeing them every day, I almost kind of forgot about them. Not like forgot, but uh, how do I explain this? Kind of like... They were put on the back burner, like, on the very, 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 very far back burner. And I kind of formed my little bubble, my own little bubble, where everything was just nice and happy. Which I think allowed me to gain confidence on starting Mads Meets Health, my page. Um, I had veganism January 1st of 2020. So I was a good... I was a good three months in, and I'd finally gotten, like, the gist of everything. So, um, I think there's just something about not having to wake up and seeing those people every day that eased my mind. And I just, I knew not many people would confront me about it, but also at the same time, I thought so many people would make fun of me but then I realized if you do what you love and you do what you really care about people will see it and I told nobody in the beginning absolutely no one I think my parents found out when I was just like crunched over like a table trying to take like 70 pictures of my breakfast or something and then um I just started it and I let people that were meant to find it stumble upon it and I think, I think going back, I definitely would have told more people, um, especially if, if my goal was to grow the platform. But at that point, I was kind of just trying to find something to fill my time. And I think that was 
That was something that I was very, very proud of. A couple months into it, I am so pretty proud of it. And the feedback that I've gotten from it is nothing but positive. Um, started, I think it was also a great way to fill my time. Like I said, um, it became something that I knew I could do when I woke up and it made the situation of quarantine and COVID a lot less hopeless and lost. It definitely gave some structure to my day. And going back to the positive feedback I got from a lot of my friends and my family, I guess it's like if people, if if they love you, then, I mean, they're always going to support what you love. And if your friends don't support or at least just respect, they don't have to completely agree. But like respect is a huge factor in in kind of knowing where people stand, I think, in your life is what I've learned. If they don't at least respect the decisions you make in terms of reaching out towards a new hobby or outlet or goal or just a specific passion that you really love in life, then um, I suggest that you rethink the word friend, maybe. You know, I mean, I get, I get if um, I'm lucky that the things that I do, my parents really do support. And I know some people are not as lucky to have parents that understand so quickly and I think definitely I think it would take a little time for them to understand where you are coming from but in the end if it's like I said if it's someone who really cares about you they will see that it is it is something that you love to do and um in the end they will learn to either respect or support it so that's my little spiel on that and um yeah, that's what I learned from launching Manzmi's Health. And I think like I addressed in the last episode, I also met so many people who love the same things that I do. And it's just great being able to talk to someone about things that you love and knowing that they love it as much as you do. There's just, there's just something about it that is so cool. Anyway, then... April comes around, and I think, in my opinion, April, May, June, July, and, like, the beginning-ish of August felt like, it. That, that felt like a week. I don't really remember anything. It was just basically summer. And um, I think April, I got, we all got really comfortable with the um, temporary, temporary at-home learning for school. Um, I bake something new nearly every single day. And then May rolls around and it's time to take our AP exams online. And so basically AP exams, if if any of you guys took them, I'm pretty sure a lot of people did. Um, they all changed them so that they were 45 minutes long, which in my opinion, I loved. And I also like the fact that I didn't feel like too pressured especially since I was taking it at home especially since everyone was taking it at home I think the only stress factor was just turning it in on time especially if you had any technology problems I'm so sorry if I were you I would have I would have freaked out and cried if they hadn't turned it in on time but anyway I definitely felt so much more calm being able to take my tasks at home I only took um sorry that was me burping I think I only took 
yeah, I took two tests. I took um, AP Physics 1 and AP World History, AP Modern World History. And, um, you know, I had some brain power music going on the back, uh, a cup of hot matcha right next to me, and my blanket. So that was a good first test experience. And now I cannot imagine taking an AP test where I have to write a DBQ, an LEQ, SAQs, and a multiple choice section. My brain cannot comprehend that. <sighs> anyway, so the official first day of summer I remember was May 23rd. Actually, I don't remember these, but I just kind of go back into my camera roll and try to recollect all these things. But that was the day I was officially done with A-B testing and uh, some, yeah, summer officially started. I don't think there's anything defining about summer. It was it, um, just the fact that there was no schoolwork to be done. I went through a phase of crocheting, which was kind of odd because, um, I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with crocheting. Crocheting is great. But I, I basically crocheted half of this tank top. And to this day, I still have not finished it. On a more... And that was in June. July felt the same as June. And then we roll into August, where um, I think a ma the majority of us thought we were going to be allowed back to school in the middle of the month. But obviously, with the state of the virus and how contagious it is, how many people could be affected by it. It just, um, at least my district felt like it wasn't the right time. So they pushed our first year of school starting date two weeks. So we basically got um, most of uh, the entire August as still summer, which normally we start around like 18th, 19th, 20th. So we got like a good two weeks-ish. Um, also in August, I started my podcast, which is, um, that's pretty cool. So I don't want to say negative, but on a more serious note, um, I remember there were a lot of storms and hurricanes on the Gulf Coast, especially, I mean, peak of hurricane season. But I live in a part of the city outside. We live outside of Houston, so... Um, Closer to the coast than, like, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, but not too close where we are always affected by these storms. We definitely get a lot of rain, humidity, but, I mean, that's nothing compared to the coastal cities that get, um, that get flooded. I know we get flooded around here pretty easily, but especially Louisiana, and I know a lot of people lost their homes amidst the pandemic which is also another a whole another thing in and of itself and um I'm not I don't really remember exactly when the forest fires happened but I know that was another huge thing especially I think that was majority on the west coast and I mean I can't imagine having your whole house burned down and just having everything gone and I just want to say if you 
did experience this or if you know someone who has gone through these things, I severely sympathize and I hope that you are doing better right now. And I am extremely lucky and privileged to be able to be okay. So that was mostly August and then September came around and I think just the first week a lot of um kids at my school basically just try to fit in last few days of summer before school started and my school how my school did it was basically uh we got the choice to pick to stay online or on campus and none of us like the whole school didn't start off online and then slowly integrate to on campus like we chose if we wanted to be on campus or online and on august 31st before school started my school did a test run of online school with zoom just to work it out and like give the teachers some experience so that it wouldn't just be a free-for-all on the first day of school and I was able to participate in that and after that entire experience I just I just knew online school was not for me I was second class in I'm sitting at my desk and I'm just like I'm staring at the window I want to get something to eat and I was falling asleep it was just it was not it but I know um, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I'm able to go back to school. There's a lot of other people I know um, in cities where cases are rising and there are more cases and it's just heavier in general that there's just there just isn't the option to do in-person learning and everyone has to do online school. And if you're like me and online just it just it just doesn't work for you and how you learn um i understand and it's going to be really hard and i just um i hope that you're doing you're doing okay right now and just know that you can do it you will get through it it'll be hard but you will be able to get through it and uh yeah so that was all of August and September rolls around and our actual first day of school is September 8th and I think we just spent most of the rest of the month trying to get used to going to school every day but having to wear masks and um, not sharing a desk with anyone and not being able to sit close to everyone and sometimes it's kind of freaky if I think about it too long that I don't really know what most of the people around me even really look like sometimes even my teacher teachers I mean I I guess you can see them online on on the website but there's something about like seeing from like the eyes up of everyone's faces every day it's just uh it's just it's just kind of not kind of freaky sometimes it kind of makes me laugh sometimes but um that I actually don't know what these people look like, even though I spend nearly every single day with them, which I think is kind of funny. But yeah, that was September. Then October rolls around, and I think this is the part where everyone like gets in the groove of how school is going to run in terms of um, sports and um, musical electives and even volunteer events. I know the volunteer events I do now are held over Zoom and we just do them at home. And then on October 6th, I turned 17, 
um, yay, nothing is different, everything is still the same. If anything, maybe just a little worse. But it will get better soon. We are going to try to stay positive because if not, I will, it'll spiral into something worse. And that is not good. So, um, definitely, I know, personally, in this month for me, school started getting the most difficult it has ever been for me since we, especially since, okay, here's an example. We don't get physical copies of assignments anymore because obviously COVID and, you know, we just don't want to be passing around unnecessary things. And since there are no physical copies of assignments, there's no need to wait until the next day to to turn it into class. Like, let's say my biology worksheet. I take it home in a normal year. I would take it home, fill it out, and then I would turn it in the next day. Let's say I had seventh period. Well, if I hadn't finished it, I kind of had the entire day at school to finish it and then turn it in seventh period. But no, um... If you're a student, you know how important those hours are between, like, 11 p.m. And I would stretch it so far as, like, 3 a.m. to get stuff done. Like, I don't know what about those, like, hours. It's just, like, those magic hours where you hammer out, like, two essays and, like, four online assignments and watch two tutorials. Like, everything gets done at those times. I mean, even for the non-procrastinators, I know sometimes you just have so much work to do or um, just extracurriculars you need to do right after school and then you ha- you don't have time to do these things. So, yeah, but since everything is done online now, teachers have shifted the deadline to midnight for all assignments we do. So now the times that you're actually working is like from 7 or I would say from 8 to 10 like, you better be cranking out those those assignments from 8 to 10 or, like, 8 to 11 if you have any hope of being able to turn it in. You have to do those things. And I, there's just, like, a lot more stress knowing even, like, turning it in digitally. There's just something about it. But anyways, like, these are kind of first world problems. But just thought I'd share. And then November and December... November, obviously, um, Thanksgiving break came around, and I think it was the first break where everyone would, would where everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, like I needed this so very much." And then, um, yeah, this was also the holiday where everyone realized that this is going to be a lot different. And although experts advise um, to limit travel. The country and to stay home there's just it's hard especially in a time like thanksgiving i mean it's a holiday it's hard to be away from your families and so i think a lot of people despite the warnings took the risk and went home to celebrate it with their families and some people weren't as lucky and i think now in december we are still in the we are still experiencing the Thanksgiving surge, especially the hospitals and the nurses and doctors that work 24-7 to try to care for these patients. And I, I'm kind of thinking that 
January might be even worse because rolling into December is Christmas. And I don't know about you, but I, or like whatever holiday that you, um, that you celebrate, I think around, I think these holidays are a lot more about togetherness and applies to even more people. So a larger number of people are trying to fly home. I mean, see their parents and their siblings and their cousins and their aunts and their uncles. And you obviously want to be together with your family on the holidays. And I mean, nothing beats that. But the truth is that it's just really dangerous right now. And I think some people have learned the hard way. But me personally, I just spent it with my immediate family who I all live with in my house so we are safe we are all good and um one other thing that has changed this december in comparison to past years is that finals week has actually been moved to after christmas break or winter break so my winter break ends january the 4th and so we will have basically uh, like that first week we come back to review and then the week after that will be finals. So technically, our first semester is not done. I personally, I I am not sure if I like this new way of doing things. Um, okay, let me rephrase that. I'm not sure how I feel about finals week being in the following year. Um, I definitely like that there was not that much stress the week before. Christmas but I think also at the same time going into break knowing that you finished everything and going back it it would be um just simply learning new material would be kind of nice but I mean we do not have the power to pick and choose these days over those little things there are just there's so much there are many bigger problems that need to be worked out right now so I mean that's just an opinion okay now I want to go over some new goals and resolutions that I hope to carry out and bring into 2021 like I said in the beginning I've always been a type of resolutions person I like the idea of um, setting new goals although I think these goals like, the whole goal-setting thing should be, it should happen, I mean, every month. It only takes five minutes of sitting down to kind of just go over some things that you want to work on. And obviously, the most popular one is going to the new year. You want, I mean, new year, new me. But um, the truth is that that, eh, that doesn't really happen. So um, I think I consider myself as a person who goes cold turkey on a lot of things a lot of decisions that I really want to do and sometimes um the list can be too ambitious and obviously that leads to burnout and not actually carrying out what you want to do all year long because imagine if you had like a list of 10 resolutions how are you literally going to do like you can't say drink a gallon of water every day or run three miles every day because that's just not how life rolls what happens if like someday in September you break your leg and you can't run three miles obviously 
that's just an unattainable goal. So I just wanted to share some like five, four-ish that I want to um, consciously improve on. And that doesn't mean um, I do these things consecutively every day, although I would like to. It's more of like a, um, a thing I remind myself every day. And for the first one, obviously, is to try to drink more water. And I think that's um, it's a very broad goal. But I think if you're going out to eat dinner, I mean, opt for water. If you're at home, opt for water. And I'm not saying like only drink water, but I really want to definitely increase my intake, even if that means like taking a couple sips right when I wake up. I know that's um, that's like a great way of kind of starting out your day and making you feel like you you've accomplished something, even if it's just drinking water. It could be it could be like you could be like, oh, it's part of my resolution. So that's the first one: drink more water, and like it's no joke, it's no lie. It literally does wonders for your skin and like if anything you don't need all that green juice stuff like water 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 because I drink a lot of water at the beginning of 2020 and if anything my skin was great then it has gotten a lot worse now but we are going to fix that and then my second one is a little bit more um specific um my second one is to put away all electronics 15 to 20 minutes before bed and in parentheses I put in all caps try to because this is especially hard if you I know if sometimes I'm still up writing an essay that's due like tomorrow at like 2 a.m and at that point I'm just not going to I'm not going to put it away then sit around for 15 minutes before I go to sleep like girl it's 2 a.m. I'm going to turn off my computer and then just fall asleep. So I think this is, it's a great way of relaxing, especially your eyes, because I tend to, I know a lot of people get headaches from staring at their electronics for too long. And um, putting it away before you go to sleep is a great way to ensure you have a good night's rest. And then, um... Okay, the third one I have is that I want to work on my vocabulary more. So over the past month or so, I've been super aware of the way that I speak in my vocabulary in general. And needless to say, um, I'm pretty, (laughs) I've become more aware of it and a little bit insecure about it now because I tend to say the words like, like a lot and general terms like dude and you know in a lot of my sentences I sprinkle them here and there and while I guess there's like there's not that much harm done when it comes to saying those words and I basically grown around peers and um just this generation where those terms are commonly used there's like phrases that we've basically made up like no cap you will hear that all throughout the day if you spend just like a Tuesday at your high school, you'll hear it like at least five times throughout the day. It's basically a staple in our word bank now. And there, I feel like there are just so many more appealing words out there in the English language that have rarely been used by people and can 
so much better and accurately describes situations and feelings other than like me saying like um wow I love your shirt that's fire I get kind of I don't know the more I think about it like the more embarrassed I get about myself for saying those things like come on they're just there's so many there's so many different words you can use and um I mean what I mean what even like fire is a noun and our generation has managed to collectively decide and agree upon its everyday use as an adjective I mean the power that we hold but we are going to change that and I think definitely a huge thing in changing that is incorporating more reading which is I think my fourth one is I want to read a little bit more and just I mean just reading for myself whatever books whether it's YA uh, mystery dystopian drama um rom-com science fiction I don't care what it is just a book here and there or even like a self-help book I was an avid reader in about, I think my peak was middle school. Um, I was a mad reader in elementary school and middle school. I think I flew through books, I think every week. The only thing I wanted for Christmas was books. And they were just, they were everything. That was what I did in my free time. I just read books. I read so many and that caused me to um, develop really good writing skills and I definitely was able to read at an extremely fast rate. Whereas now that has severely dwindled and I am a painfully slow reader now. And that is to a great disadvantage when it comes to taking tests. And, um, you know, it's junior year, you're taking tests, standardized tests to submit to colleges. And I need to get better at reading fast. <laughs> Because I would spend time, I would be reading a paragraph like on a, like on a regular reading test, let's say. I'd be reading a passage, but I wouldn't really be understanding what the words mean. I'm just kind of like, my, my brain is just like identifying them, but not really putting them together to understand what it means. And I have to find myself like going back a paragraph to reread it and that wastes so much time and the huge thing about all these tests is that they're timed so um every second is valued and I am wasting it on trying to reread something that I should already know so um I think a great goal for 2021 is by the end of, year, of the year to finish 8 to 10 books and um I wanted to say 12 but reading a book every month is sometimes not realistic with my schedule and I say not realistic with my schedule but the truth is I could if I wanted to but sometimes you know other things are prioritized so um I think eight to ten is a good a good start especially over breaks I can knock out a couple off my list and I just yeah I just want to get back to reading so that was my list of resolutions and a super long recap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, it's a little different. I think I'm going to not edit very much of this um, last episode. I spent 
a very long time editing out all my little weird silences where I was still thinking about what I was going to say. But I think this one, I might leave a little bit more room in here just so it feels a little bit more natural and conversational. But um, yeah, I hope you liked it. Thank you so much for spending your time and listening to me ranting and talking about things that might not even apply to you. But yeah, so uh, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and see you guys in 2021. Bye!